Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma Let You, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Like crabs on a university campus, we're back. It's I'ma Let You Finish show 112 with Court and Amy on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Not to be one. confused with the group 112. <laughs> right. Nobody oh, cares. 112. But everybody loved 112. Everybody loved 112. Yeah, and people, I feel like black people- Name, a, a, one, name a 112 song other than Sky or whatever that was called. No, it was the one that went- huh? Right. Other than backing vocals on Missing You and Sky something. Yeah, but you know, listen- People of a certain generation love them just like people of a certain generation love high five and they're held in, in a certain esteem. You know what I mean? It's just I feel like there's a like a rehabilitation program for anyone who ever got signed to Bad Boy because it never works out well for them. Does it? I mean, think about it. Who? Nobody. Nobody. Right. You can just stop right there. Right Ooh. now that I think about it, like after Faith. Yeah, bad boy era. I mean, Faith is still around, but it's like making records and making albums. I feel like that bad boy era was it. None of those artists came out. Mary J. Mary J. Yeah, but she was never on Bad Boy. She was never on Boy, but she was on MCA. Right. Yeah, she was Uptown Records. She never went over to Bad Mm-mm. Boy. Right. Everybody it's, else. This might yeah. be why she, she right. was still Black around. Rob didn't work out well for him. No, not really. Um, no. Uh, Craig Mack didn't work out well for him. No, not really. Mate didn't work out well for him. Well, I mean, at least a little better for him because he switched and became a minister and the whole thing. But music-wise, it's like everybody... Listen, that dude... Hit Squad, Hit Squad, whatever happened, happened, all his production. Where's Derek D.Angeletti right now? I mean, he went That is our question. Listeners... I think he's still around, though, because he's around, but... He went on to produce after after that whole period. Right. All of those producers under Puff left because they were making those records. Right. Uh, Maybe if you're a Winans and you're actually making the beats and Puffy's taking all the money, maybe you want to allegedly... Anyway, or giving all the publishing to Sting, allegedly. I mean, well, that's not even alleged. It was like, okay, 
well, yeah. this is my song, so thank you. Sing it as much as you. I'll even perform it with. You. Really, I'll perform it with you, Biggie. Who? <laughs> Just keep singing. Just keep singing. Oh, uh, well, speaking of singing, Rihanna, that kind of came out of the blue. I got to say, that was not the one I thought they were going to say is doing the Super Bowl. The rumors were around about Taylor Swift. About that, Taylor Swift, right. And she would have been boring as shit. Let's be honest. Come on. That would have been boring. Well, um, not that she, she's not a great performer. No, but she knows how to put on spectacle. She can do yeah. that. I've seen that with her stage shows and her her big stadium shows. She knows that. And listen, she's Americana as they can get. I, it, it was one of those choices with the new album coming next, uh, yeah, in yeah. The next month that would have made sense. But then all of a sudden, out of the Rihanna. blue, we get Ooh. Rihanna. And that's like, oh. Is that's this an event. Stuff? I got it. This is right. an event. This that's is an almost event. like, I want to go to the Rihanna concert that has that thing that happens before it. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, this way to sell tickets because you're now you're going to sell tickets on the strength of all the people who want to see Rihanna. Oh, yeah. And it just might happen to be a football game. played. Yeah, I think. No. And she's also somebody. The comments I've read, there haven't been any. She's some she is somebody that people honestly, legitimately are eager to hear what she has to say because she has not said a word musically in eight, nine years. I mean, a very, is it auntie came out six years ago? Yes. Yeah. It's been six years. So there is so much, you know, she just had a baby, what she just, just, I I mean, I think it's going to be great. The only controversy, so to speak, is the fact that she very, very pointedly and very sincerely spoke out against doing the Super Bowl in 2019. For a lot which was, of years. For, for, she, yeah. He was very team Colin Kaepernick. Right. Very. So there's the kind of like. Well, well, but here's what I always say to that, like working with artists. And you know this because artists will take a stand on something that they believe all the time, right? Right. And then time goes by and everybody usually makes a return to that thing. Where right. they say, I'm never, like, how many times have we heard, I'm never going to the Grammys. The Grammys don't mean anything. Fuck the Grammys. Then they get some nominations and they win. And next, you know, they come out from the back because they weren't sitting in the audience, but they're there. Everybody usually comes. A lot of I know, viewers. but it's, it, every once in a while, it is nice to see somebody. I mean, it, what she took was a very principled stand. And I uh, loved it. Party, and I loved it too. So I'd like yeah. to know what changed for her. She doesn't need the money. Unless well, she's got an album, unless there's an album coming out, and, and that's gotta be. and that is what's changed for her. There's got to be an album coming out. Then it comes and it's like, okay, well, how do I hit a worldwide audience and say right. I'm back? This is the biggest stage for a music performer, except for it, the, is is the World Cup bigger or is it, World Cup is no? I was I, the World Cup is huge, right? And right. you know, you have artists who will do. They usually have somebody who does like that. Closing and the opening right. situation. The theme and song. The theme song. Because somebody has the theme song. It's out. It is out. I can't. I can't. That lets you know how uneventful a theme yeah. song is because it's actually out. Um, right. But for her, this is the Super Bowl is just watched everywhere. It's it's massive. Of, it's massive. So the World Cup is going to get a lot of people who love soccer, and then the casual soccer football fans will. Everyone right. watches the Super Bowl. So if she's trying to just hit a full audience, no one has seen, like you said, no one has seen her perform since. I can't I even remember. Even, what was the last thing she did? Did she do a Grammy show? Did she yes, do something? Anything? Yeah. Like, but that was, 
I can't even remember. A million years ago. I mean, in music years, and music years, seven years is a hundred years ago. And also, she's not somebody who generates, she generates, she's another one who generates goodwill. She really does. I mean, you may not love her voice. I happen to think she's great, but she's somebody where you're always, she doesn't look like the stylist is putting the clothes on her. She doesn't look like she is, she is very much an original. She gives me in that originality, there's, the same way Jody Watley came out and yeah. it looked like Jody Watley made that decision. Whereas other Absolutely. people, you're like, there's the stylist putting it Saying, together. Oh, this is a hot shit you need to wear. Right. The thing that's interesting about Rihanna is got the race. She's got the songs, right? Oh, yeah. The right set list and she's going to turn it out. Yeah. I've seen Rihanna live. I haven't always found her to be it is live performer. Okay. You know, at times. So I'm interested to see the growth in that. And after not doing it for a long time, yeah, what it's going to get. Because right. she is someone who really does. When you go to Rihanna concert, she has, I mean, it's just hit after hit after hit. After. And even the album tracks, you love those tracks, right? So it mm-hmm. kind of works on that front. But I've never left the Rihanna show feeling like, wow, she turned it down to the ground. Yeah, I've heard that too, that she's down, Yeah, you know I've heard I mean? it that she is not a a capital P performer right. in that way. Yeah, you're gonna get the music, but I've right. never gotten that moment where like you felt like the stage was shaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. Well we'll and, see. Yeah, you know? we'll see. And I, I it's listen, now it's appointment television. What is it? Yeah. I believe it is February twelfth. Oh, it's so, late this year. Yeah, it's yeah. late. It is late this year. Uh, yeah, usually come. The only reason I know is it usually comes. Lucian's birthday is February third, and it's always right. like the Sunday right before right, his birthday. Right. right. So and now they're doing the Pro Bowl week. Now they're here's here's the new way the Pro Bowl is happening. The dumb Pro Bowl. First of all, the Pro Bowl that always used to happen the week before the Super Bowl. Then for the right. last couple of years, they moved it to after. It's like no one cares anymore because this is dumb. It's so, done. Yeah, we don't care. And now they're not even doing a real football game anymore. It's going to be a week full of skills challenges. And then the Pro Bowl game is going to be a flag football game. I'm like, who's uh-uh. going to watch that? You okay, already let's... couldn't get people to watch the faux football game. Now you want us to watch flag football after a week full of skills challenges? All right. How about yeah. This okay. Shit? Yeah. I know, I know no, you it's own stupid. the sponsors one more event, but like, no, but come up with yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I'm not a big football fan, but I got to say, I don't know. And I do have my issues with football in terms of the brain injuries as a concussion survivor myself. But flag? No. No. Well, you know, now we're we're in fourth quarter, right? We're we're going into the fourth quarter of the music industry. So now every week I'm looking for when's the Rihanna single dropping? Because oh no, it's going to be you don't you don't some, do this thing unless you're selling something. Absolutely, like a tour, any- like like a tour is coming. Because remember, something. right after I want to say right after when Beyonce did her, she show, she announced the tour. She announced the tour. So, in fact, she used the Super Bowl as an announcement of the tour. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, oh. I think they literally stopped to a public service announcement, which was the tour. You know, because here's the thing for Rihanna: this will be who's her guests? Who's her guests? Well, right. It, it'd probably be. I some predict of the Drake. I bet it's Drake. I bet Drake pops up there. Or. How about if she really turns it out and she's like, it's a Rihanna show, bitch. Y'all haven't seen me in so long. I don't have any guests. Maybe Jay. 
Maybe for like Umbrella, right? Maybe Jay. Um, the or husband maybe who, is too, who's going to be the husband too. Record. Maybe yeah. the husband. I don't know. She recorded with the husband. Um, there's there's possibilities. There's a lot right. of possibilities for who. Right. It, but I'm very. I am like I said. You know, I use the word excited in terms of like you know. Obviously, I'm more excited about other things. But this is going to be. I think this is going to be an actual event. Oh no! It had everybody listen. I have 18 different text chains on my phone. <laughs> that photo came out with her hand holding the Genius football. photo, by thing. the way. Genius photo. You did, within seconds. You knew what every, it was. Every, and every one of my text chains was like. Shout out to Jana. Shout out to Jana and that Rock Nation crew, man. They know they know how to do it. So, yeah, that should be interesting. So With their new sponsor, Apple. And it's very interesting. Apple wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What happened? Show. Wait a minute, what happened to decade is done and now they signed on with Apple. Wait a minute, Apple computer or Apple, Apple music? music? Apple Music. Okay, so all right, well, this is a whole nother whatever because right. now you I'm didn't confused. Know that. You didn't, a couple of days. No, I knew yeah. that. I knew uh-huh. that, which is why they figured Taylor was the thing. But don't doesn't Jay have his own what is it called? Come on. Well, uh, he his still has title. Discovers? But yeah, title. But, but still if that wasn't his choice to make. His choice okay. is to help them with the show and, and Rock Nation with artists and that portion. The sponsorship part, you know, and like, Jay likes to make money. They're not trying to cut checks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, they're just trying and to accrue they're them. Try, they're trying to <laughs> cut. So when you're going to sponsor that halftime show, that halftime show is millions of dollars. Yeah, that but is I mean, true. Millions of dollars because well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I think um, it I'm be looking forward to it. Oh, me too. Listen, bring yeah, it on. Bring it. Fun. Yeah, bring I it on. I know she's gonna yeah. look fierce. Oh, gonna, well, she always does. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There she's is gonna, no woman in the music. I'm sorry. She always she's like does. The cool, she's the she's coolest the coolest chick in town. She's she the, is cooler than cool, man. I I'm mean, I'm always she, hearing about her up here. She'll be with Rocky someplace. They're like, yeah, they went the fish joint on Amsterdam. No, she is like the su- hole in the wall. No, no, no. She joint. does not look like anyone is telling her what to fucking do, man. And I, I love, love her for that. I love her for that. I'm like, she's just like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And, and, and there you go. Yeah. I, I'm going to sell gonna you do- some lipstick and skin products. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm the Fenty, it. the Fenty ads will be epic. Listen, um, that is why she took her t- like albums. She's like, I don't need to work that hard that I need to do no, with these albums. She's smart. Let me go put this glitter stick <laughs> in Sephora. I need it. I need a, <laughs> a push up bra. You know, I need some, I need some uh, shapewear. Um, all right. Well, on a different sport, uh, Roger Federer, who I'm not going to, please don't take this the wrong way. I had sort of forgotten about him completely because he well, hasn't because sort been, of been. He's been injured. Yeah. He's been out All of right. the game for, for the last so, few seasons. Anna Wintour must be like sitting Shiva because isn't that her best friend? <laughs> it's like a best. Wait, and Serena. And Barbara Streisand. Isn't right. she? Isn't he like Barbara Streisand's best friend too? Or somebody? Barbara? I don't know if he was Barbara. Do you but he's Barbara? totally Anna Wintour's BFF. Yeah, oh, but she loves him. She would be at every Roger I know. match. So he's retired. He's done. It's yeah, done. done. Can I just say this? And this you is may. not trying to be shade. But- oh, okay, <laughs> hold on. Okay, spoiler alert if you're new to the show, and welcome. As soon as Courtney has to qualify it with, <laughs> I'm not trying to be shady, you will not even need sunscreen. The shade will be so... <laughs> 
fuck. It'll just be, it'll be like a blackout. Go. <laughs> if Anna Winter is Serena's really good friend, why does she always dress so horribly? Serena? I, yes. I I love Serena Williams. I hate the clothes that she wears. And I hate it. When she did the Vogue shoot and they covered her wedding, she was like, and Anna Winter advised her on the way. I hated her wedding dress. I I hated the dress she changed out of too at the reception, and I hated the third one. And normally, when I see her in her outfits, I'm like, "You have access to the best of everything, including the lady who points a finger and says, I love that more that.' Right? I don't understand. I just don't understand. Um, maybe there's a House of Darion sample sale somewhere, and she's buying okay, well, this stuff. Not- <laughs> I, I have. Still, I'm allowed to have I, a little shake. I had two and a half hours. Like getting, I, I still like getting. I still like getting free tickets. No, <laughs> so House I of Darion. I know she's moved still, way past I, that. <laughs> you is. Let me tell you something, Courtney. I, I was around for that whole way, But there was no way. I had two and a half hours of dental work yesterday, <laughs> so I just want to let everybody know that my face is swollen like a chip. It looks a little swollen, right? And but it I actually mean, looks good. Your serving is giving really? like, it, yeah, you're giving like a plump fierceness where you're giving like a who. Like Linda Evangelista ah. without the side effects. Honey. But- <laughs> no, but my face is killing me. No, you me. do like Linda now, honey. Just. I just, can't suck you, in my, you, and now I'm No, but you just have to get a scarf. Well, neither a did scarf. she. She was taped back like. Pat McGrath was like, well, you know, we taped her face and pulled it back. Somebody would tape my face. Well, anyway, getting back to Roger Federer, he is retired, and I will say, and it just shows how ridiculously sexist and stupid the world is, the fact that Rafa, I like to call him Rafa, like we're friends, Rafael Nadal was like sobbing and holding his hand because they were very, very good friends and rivals, and um, it just reminded you when like the people in tennis weren't like showboating assholes like that guy from... Novak? Australia, who oh no, oh Nick Kyrgios, yeah, he's just a jerk. I mean, Novak's a jerk too, but for different reasons. But it was very emotional. But it's really ridiculous when it's people. The era. Yeah, and it's also really ridiculous when people have to make and look, and they're bros and they're crying. It's like this is very emotional. This has been somebody you have been friends and competitors with on a very small stage. Stage, you know, and this is not a team three. effort. Nick yeah, era was the big three, and he right. was always considered. The top one. Right. I've seen yeah. him play so, tennis. He was great. great no, of course. Player. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, and and I kind of also like the fact that he retired and it wasn't like a big deal. He announced he was retiring. He played his last um, match. And it, it actually probably would have been a bigger deal had he done a full season, right? Then they would right. have done very Serena. But, you know, his injury really stopped him from even playing fully through the Labor Cup. He played the doubles match the first night. He lost. Right. And that was it. And then yeah, it was the very end, classy, though. It was yes. very classy. And then he made another speech again at the end after Team World won for the first at time. The at the Labor Cup, right? Yes. And after Team World had their whole moment, Roger spoke again to the crowd because everybody no, wanted to hear from him. It's very it's great. Like, he's always been a very gracious guy. Yeah, he's know? low key and he's low key, which yeah. is nice. Um, so people who are not particularly gracious, um, okay, as a New York Knicks fan, <laughs> we are. 
any chaos that's going on in any other team, mm -hmm. we support and mm -hmm. we applaud. Fully. We're like, totally. As long as children or animals aren't involved in this chaos or illegal activity, we're like, implode, Boston Celtics. Bring it on. Implode. So well, you know I why we say that, guys? And I'm gonna let you. You know why we say that? Because y'all all make fun of, huh? You Knicks fans, y'all never lose, motherfuckers. Y'all haven't won either. None of y'all. Yeah. The same well, that's it. Yeah. I, I love how everybody was talks about us. Like, yeah, we've sucked, but you guys haven't won either. And we're spending less money to suck. Or, or even with the Donovan Mitchell thing, I would have been really happy for Donovan to come here. But everybody was like, "You guys are fool, because Spider, he's an all star." And I'm like, "And what has he won? Nothing." He it, and he had Rudy Gobert, who was winning. Shit, three years in a row. I think he was like defensive player of the year, like three years in a row. It's like, so yeah, it, it would have been great to have him, but I'm tired right. of uh, everybody screaming at us about people who are not coming here with like eight rings on their finger. Let me tell you something. The Nick energy is coming back because when yes, I have said to people, when I've said to people quoting you, okay, yeah, okay, we haven't won. So the Nets, the Nets haven't won either. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how far down the road you get. If you don't win, you don't win. You don't win. I mean, it, and you with don't them, win. it's always a The idea is right. to win, not to that come part. in second place. So you give your fans a little bit extra, but ultimately you're not winning. And people are like, yeah, that's a good point. Um, and after and they we have keep seeing every time in Brooklyn, they've, James Harden's here now. Oh my God, their favorite at the beginning of the season. So, well, you know they're the favorites to win. They're going to win it all, and then but they, they don't did not win at all. All right, all right, at all. So, getting back to Boston, please tell me the name of the coach. I can't pronounce it. I'm terrible. Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh God, I've been saying his name all week. It's Aimi Aumi Undaku. That works. Like that. Yeah. Um, all right. So he. But you know, I don't pay um, attention to any of Boston because what we don't really rock with Boston. No, so the anything whole city that's happening far, in Boston, yeah. the Boston as far as I'm Celtics, considered, I'm like, I don't it's just some mistake. There. there was I, like, we lost a bet and we got Boston. I didn't even know? know the guy was knee, going out with Neil Long because my energy was like, I don't care. I didn't even know he the was the coach. Right. So basically, um, he manned. That's what he did. Absolutely. He manned. Absolutely. He had affairs outside of his marriage or long-term relationship. But the real issue, I mean, cheating is not why he got bounced. The issue is that he was, they were, you know, there's always an impl there's always a serious implication that when you are in power and you're having sex, even if it's consensual with someone who works for you, that there can be a degree of you like, joke. you better do this or you'll lose my job, you know, or you'll lose your job. And supposedly one of the women was like the Celtics girl, you know, like a major dude, you know. It seems worse than that. This doesn't seem like it's about losing a job. It seems the way people, okay, this is how you know it's bad. Matt Barnes, who can be the biggest dick <clears throat> in the world. Matt Barnes, who got in his car and drove to his ex's house to beat up Derek Fisher. Matt know, Barnes yeah. Yeah, first made this whole thing about uh, Udako being like, you know, and this is fucked up and they're doing this to him, da 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 da. And then he comes back on a live a couple of hours later after taking down an original post saying, I just want to pray for everybody involved. I found out the information, what this is really about. And guys, yeah, it's more. And he, it's and he, more he than. Said, and he said, it's a hundred times worse. Yeah, it's not just like I got <laughs> drunk and picked up right. a girl at a party. It's a hundred times worse. And I pray for everybody. And I was like. Matt Barnes? <laughs> yeah. need to pray for. If you, Matt Barnes, said right. something is a hundred times worse. Who's and very I, cute. 
Very cute, by oh, no. the way. Can I say oh, that? No, listen. Matt he's Barnes is cute. hot, and he stays with a really good haircut. You know, I no, appreciate, he's very cute. I appreciate no, he's... a man that knows his grooming. <laughs> Sorry to, like, divert into girlyville no, here. We, but uh, it's also like... You guys. No, you know no, no. He's very cute. But um, the thing that also kind of cracks me up, because um, I am, you know, somebody whose feed has a lot of people of color on it and I which is fine. I just find it extraordinary that people seem to think that because your partner is incredibly talented and incredibly good looking, that means I'll never cheat. Like men people cheat, not just men, but people cheat. So the fact that and Neil time. Long, Neil Long in the Rotten Tomatoes rating of pe- black women that are beloved by everybody, Neil Long like has a 150% rating. Nobody has any problem with Neil Long. She's the best. She's been in all the movies that everybody loves. She's lovely. So the fact that he cheated on Neil Long you know, that's not a, that's that's more about his problem than her problem. She didn't I mean, do anything wrong. The fact that been the coach for one year. Oh, it was one year. It's <laughs> one year. Like, and dude, in one year, you brought your team dude. all the way to the finals, and you brought your dick all over the office and organization. I mean, one year. It's like, one, one year. year. Oh man, oh, I'm man. like you crammed a good ten years a pervert into one year. That's a record. It's a record. It's like, how is it this fucked up? And the thing, and you know what the big problem with it is, is there's always a lot of discussions about, you know, black head coaches in the, right? And and how few there are for a team, for a sport that has a a lot of black players, majority, (laughs) like 75% black players. So, when a black edge coach gets this job, it's always really celebrated, mm-hmm. and a lot of attention, especially is paid. In, Boston. in Boston. I mean, in so- Boston, oh, which to- is basically what is basically the South with clam chowder. Okay, and, and I always look at right. I always look at certain <laughs> people and I say, okay, so not Nia Long. She's an independent woman, actress, famous, has her own money. Comes is equal to you, meets you at the table where you're at. And here you are coming to this organization that you know has rules about, you know, office relationships. And it sounds like you're just fucking doing whatever. And it's like, what went through your fucking head? It's been one year. Your fiance, first of all, don't put a ring on a woman's finger in 2015 and not have married her in 2020. Well, that's also her I call that too. bullshit. Yeah, but I, I find that weird. Like, I always feel like when you get engaged, get married. That's the whole point. Well, I <laughs> will say this. you can just be this. together. You don't have to be engaged. I mean, and then as, some, as a smart, fairly independent woman, um, in the sense that I've never depended on a guy in a relationship to support me financially uh that's you know can be a turn on and a turn off for a lot of guys because they kind of want you to be a little dependent because i will tell you almost every single man i've ever 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 gone out with has gone out after me with somebody who goes oh my god you're so great you know so yeah but they with that girl either anymore either you know what i mean men are just assholes with dicks. no they really are it's like that, that's Sorry. just how it goes i mean like, they really you are. think about 
Say whatever you want about sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, listening, but they are. <laughs> say whatever you want about that lady who shall be nameless, who I think is completely relentless and horrible and will shove her talent in our face. Madonna? She was. Well, that's another story. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to talk about her right after I finish this. I'm, yeah. Now I'm concerned. Before I was just like, ooh. Now it's just like. Courtney, <laughs> you have been saying now I'm concerned for three years. <laughs> Actually, about six years. But okay. <laughs> On air about, for three years. You think about when Jennifer Lopez was going out with Puffy and she was crying, banging a hotel. That was, she was probably at her absolute, she's a beautiful woman. She was probably at her hottest at that point. And you're right. thinking, girlfriend is Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Beautiful. She's, she's giving you a, else are you trying to fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If that well, is your girlfriend, Courtney, we know who that else men, are you I trying mean, to fuck? How many times have you if walked Beyonce down the street? Beyonce is your and girlfriend. See- who else are you trying to fuck? <laughs> Somebody who's not going to challenge you. <sighs> Somebody who's going to go. I'm so lucky to be with you, as opposed to I can. I have my own car. Thank you very much. I'm telling you, independence can be a good and bad thing. They want you to be a little. A little dependent. I always get the, well, I mean, you're just so, I mean, you're just so complicated. I'm like, I'm not complicated at all. I'm fairly straight ahead. I'm not complicated. I'm just smarter than you. I'm sorry. And that's the complication. <laughs> right. I tr- Listen, I've done enough drugs to stoop it up. They didn't work. <laughs> I can't help it. Right. I can't help it if right. they didn't make me stupid. I'm, right. I'll just, I, I, if the, yeah. All right. Courtney Montgomery Anderson. Please save Friday. It started out. Baby Jesus. Please save It started out like an ordinary day. It did. I was minding my own business. It started out like an ordinary day. With a face mask. And then. Oh, you did? I knew you did something. I I, I knew you did. I know that you only you in a room that's going to be completely dark with people with masks on. Nobody. And you had to do. Bless your heart. Um. Courtney and I reached the promised land on Friday. I can't remember the date. What month are we in? September 23rd. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Courtney Pet Shop Boys Cherry was popped. All right. So I live near Barclays. And for many, many years, for those of you who don't live in New York, there was a huge protest movement against Barclays moving in was a movement called develop don't destroy because they were going to tear down a lot of housing under the guise of eminent domain it was very controversial so a lot of block associations and a lot of politicians fought against it including Letitia James who is now currently the New York uh, State AG but she was my city council person for years anyway long story short so Barclays in their bid to do community relations gives block associations tickets to certain things. You know, black group, youth organizations get basketball tickets and stuff like that. So we get, you get certain shows. And usually it's the white people shows, which is fine because that's how we got to see Robin. That's how I got to see Neil Young. That's how I got to see Nick Cave. I'm all for it. You know, Bad Bunny plays there. We're not getting tickets. But he was yeah, going to sell out anyway. He was going to sell out anyway. They didn't come up with any bad bunny tickets. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they announced our block was like they were going to have tickets. And I had asked the block association president, who's a friend of mine, three years ago. 
put in a bid for this show three or two and a half years ago. Anyway, long story short, we got the tickets and I said, can I have four? Because I wanted to go and I knew you wanted to go. And I said, why should I force Courtney to deal with me if he doesn't want to deal with me? Let him bring a friend. And then I asked the publicist and at the last minute they were like, we can only give you one ticket. I went, do I really want to go to this show by myself in a better seat or do I want to have the family experience? So I gave you the tickets because my friend Candace, your friend Candace said, who do you know that would be happier to see that show? I went, nobody. I don't know anybody. And you, nobody. So I am so happy that you got, it was Pet Shop Boys in New Order. This is the Unity Tour. And you've been reading the reviews. It's getting phenomenal It's a reviews. great show. And I brought my friend Julian, who I knew he would appreciate New Order because he's a so he really loved them. It was just a great show. Both bands were great. Great show. Both the, bands were great. The, the, their set list selections were perfect. Perfect. And the energy was just through the roof. Time. I hate Barclays though. I'm not a huge Barclays fan. Uh, my problem with Barclays is that if you if you're not in the lower section and then you're in the scary section. Yeah, and it's but, weird. And weird people who don't want to. First, a shout out to Jill. How'd you get the ticket for Jill? Because we ended up with five tickets. Because Yeah, there was an extra ticket. What up, Jill? Jill, Jill. What up, Jill Derryberry? What up? Um, there was an extra ticket. And Jill, who I actually, if I met her, I met her so long ago that I can't remember. Um, mm. um, she loves Pet Shop Boys. More, I mean, she's like an expert. And I went, you know what? This chick would like to go. So we got to meet her. It was lots of fun. I invited mm. my friend Pam, who is the woman who got me Harry Styles tickets, and I forgot because I had a concussion, and that's a whole other conversation. And she, we all got the memo how you're supposed to act at a show like this. Mm -hmm. We were dancing. We were having a great time. Uh, I think I danced for solid, the solid show. I don't mm. think I sat down once. When I came, I was when having we came a outside, blast. my friend Julia's hair was soaking wet from dance. Oh, <laughs> I had concert sweat. throat. I had concert throat where you get. Now, I have never seen, I've seen Pet Shop Boys now five times. And I've seen them usually in support of, of an album. So this was, and they always do the, you know, West End Girls and stuff like that. They always do the hit, you know, a couple of their early, you know, they always do that. So it's not like mm -hmm. I'd never seen them do this. But I've usually seen them in support in an album with more of a, stuff going on they have yeah. brilliant set design because yeah, it's really two do. people and yeah. new water had new water had like the best lighting i've seen yeah they forever. gave lighting their video was great the way they did this tour was great because i know pet shop boys normally on a tour they have a bunch of dancers and all kinds of right. costumes and this time it was neil and chris and they changed costumes with the band but their 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 lighting setup and the video features that they the had video stuff were yeah real it was and just the set list was perfect. It was everything you wanted yeah. to hear. It, I mean, it really was. It, it was everything you wanted to I hear. Was so happy. You know, can no. you forgive her? Is my fucking uh, shit. I and love so that hard. Song. Oh my god, so hard. and I don't know what you want, but I can't give I it know. anymore. No, it. their titles are long. <laughs> and and I will be very honest. Um, as a white person of a certain age, who really should know more about new order i obviously know who new order is you know they came out of the 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 joy, what they like joy of division. joy division yeah. when I, ian curtis killed himself so they have you know they do joy division songs because they wrote those songs i mean it's right. not like they're doing 
I did not know. I had never seen them before. Um, and this is a universally agreed opinion. Bernard Sumner is not the most scintillating of vocalists. He's not a really great singer. And coming on after Pet Shop Boys, and it was a code. I mean, these are two groups that have equally impactful catalogs and really, really complemented each other. Yeah, I mean, they did. really, really. And in fact, Bernard Sumner has worked with Pet Shop Boys in the group Electric. Um but it was hard to come. I mean, they were just, even people who are not into Pet Shop Boys, my friends were like, holy crap, they were good. I Which mean, is why they flip each night, right? Each right. stop is one. The garden is going to be, the garden is going to be newer. Gonna be newer. Yeah. But I think you were saying, and I was saying, I have I think to put Pet Shop was just hit after hit. The no, it was is, hit after hard, hit after hit. It literally was hit after hit after hit after no. hit after no, hit. No, it's relentless. After hit after hit to ending right. with a hit. It was just all hits. Yeah, no, it was great. And 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 it's really when you think what I was saying with New Order, I knew the song, but I gotta be very honest with you. For me, it really hit the groove when they did the trifecta of the song when we got to the, the where the club hits. And if you do not know New Order, you know Blue Monday. No New Order. You it, know, you know Blue Monday. Love- like, yeah, love yeah. Like we got right. to that, and listen, and like that was when it really. T- I mean, because first of all, it was you know you forget they're a band. So the first right. of, a lot of musicianship, they were really playing. The drummer really is amazing. Well. The dr- that's a new I mean? bass player. That's yeah. not the original bass player. Uh, gotcha. So it's the original. Go- no, but it's and I, I, I well when they hit those hits, that was it. it was like we all even crap. I jumped. Everybody up, lost. I was like, no, everybody, everybody was like. My favorite thing was watching the sort of uh, 40-something-ish Brooklyn parents mm-hmm. dancing and their kids Can't standing there going, two, there were like three of them, right. and standing there going, I could be home marinating chicken with NyQuil right well, now. Why one, am I the here? was in front of us was playing a video uh, game. He just pulled out his phone and was just like, I'm not even going to uh, look at And he uh, looked that, like he was probably... He wasn't like a kid kid. He looked no, like he, he was, was like, like 18, 18 or 19. 19. <laughs> yeah, he was old enough to tell his mom, I don't want to go to this show. Or you could leave least, him home by himself. Why would you try to discover a new show? But he was just like, fuck that. Oh, like, no, that, would show, that drove had me. Had his that was like, in and was just like. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing here? You're This is like a $75 video game you have right now. You're sitting here taking up space where I could be putting my feet up on the seat. You know what else kills me? People. They were getting mad that people were dancing. Oh, were they? Because I asked oh, permission. I and, asked and, the people behind me. I told them from the first song. I said, I'm just going to give you a heads up. I am not sitting down for the rest of the show, and I am tall. And they the, were like, go for it. The two people, <laughs> remember when Jill was sitting at the seat right in front of us, the two right. people who were next to me, I watched them when they got up, and they were mad because they were talking to each other because she was dancing. And my thing was, the Pet Shop Boys are on. Yeah. They're singing dance music right now. Right. The entire arena is dancing. Yeah. Even when I turned to look behind it, the people in those steep, steep seats, they were standing and dancing. And dancing. And, and that's no com- mean feat in Barclays right. to stand and in they, those. And they complained, got up. Oh, please. Left. And went to the hostess, and she moved them up. I saw when she moved them up. Ah, as I'm opposed the, to our hostess, right, who right, moved us down. Right. Because I played the, I got the tip on how to, okay, fun right. fact, people who go to Barclays, if you get seats that are not down, here's what you do. And I was told this by a real, I got to say, Barclays staff is really nice. Yeah, They're the always staff is really great. super, they're really, the staff is really nice. So- I saw this woman and I played this like my little innocent card because I've been there before. And I went, 
Right. You know, my friend got me tickets and I didn't realize they're so high up. And I don't know. I'm really nervous. And she goes, okay, here's what you do. You go inside, you look at the seats, you act like you had no idea how high up they are. And you tell them you suffer from vertigo. They walk around with tickets in their back pocket. And I went, oh, okay. So I went up there and I was like, oh, oh my goodness. And she goes, all right, how many people in your in your party are <laughs> right, you? And I'm like, right. four. And then when you came in, I said, act like you have no idea right. what I'm doing. <laughs> but, it's still, but as soon as I got there, she was just like, how many again? And you were like, four. And then they moved us. Like, I've never been upstairs at Barclays. This was the first it's, time it's I've scary. ever sat It's in those scary. Because you know me, I'm always down someplace. So I, I, I'm just like, why would you build this like this? I don't, even, I don't even understand. This it's stuff. stupid. Because I felt like for certain people, I'm like, I wouldn't even walk up. Remember, I was like, I'm not walking up there. Yeah. I was like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I know that I will leave before I sit up. I'm not walking up. I saw Elton John from up there, and I literally was like, I cannot do the even crocodile rock because game, I thought like, of, no, it's scary I'm up like, there. Having to walk past people, I feel like. I felt like I was going to fall where we were and we had a barrier. It was like, yeah. that's so weird. And this design to me seems like how to cram the most people in a space. No, it's, it's totally it's, that. It's, it's really like, it's cost saving to me. And it's yeah. not, I can't. And, and for a concert where people were dancing, I couldn't believe those people were standing and dancing up there. Cause I was no. like, I just, I just wouldn't be able to do that. Well, I think the thing that's really extraordinary about, and both bands, like I said, were great, but I mean, uh, I think the thing that was really extraordinary about Pet Shop Boys is when you think about it on paper, these are two people standing up there. They're not dancing. Neil Tennant, bless his heart, walks back and forth golf uh -huh. clapping. Mm -hmm. um, and we all know Chris just sits there and, and he's really playing. He's not yeah. hitting a button no, and walking really away. Playing. There's real uh, musicianship yeah. there. But to think about the fact that you have two middle-aged men standing there there's no dancing there's no dramatics the vocal delivery doesn't change there's no reaching into the audience there's no and that they can captivate a crowd like that yep. and an arena i mean it's, they play like net worth i just no. told somebody that the other night i said you know with some of these new artists i feel like need to go see this show simply to show you that you don't have to have 20 million dancers on the stage with you. Right. Don't always have to have fireworks coming out. Have a great light show, mm -hmm. great video effects, that great staging, and the songs. And if you are a showman or a show woman or show person, you, right. should, you have to learn how to have that moment. I was just talking to some uh, folks who um, had come from Little Nas X was just talking about the show. And uh, one of the criticisms from one of the people I know who's in was that if for a short show, mm -hmm. the show was like 70 minutes, which I still really? feel like, yeah, I feel, like, well, he only has one album, right? Yeah. I, I, I've seen his set list and I thought the set list wasn't configured correctly, really. Right. I, I looked at that. I was like, this isn't configured. And he always had 20 million dancers and all these things around him. He never had that star moment of being on a stage by himself. And I'm like, ultimately, he's going to have to get to a place where he understands his musicianship. You are supposedly a rapper. So there has to be a point where you do some of your songs in the middle where you don't need all those dancers. 
It's you. But he's not really a rapper. That's the thing. I mean, and that's and, and not I, disrespect, yeah. but, you know, he's not, he does not have bars, as the kids say. He's not but really. Even, but even not with that, you have these songs and everybody has to have a moment. If you go to a Madonna show, it is always a moment where the dancers are gone. Right. It is Madonna with right. that stage. You go to a Janet show, there's always a point when the dancers are gone. It might be when she's going to do her slow song, she gets on the stool, and it is Janet on the stage. Right. You know, and the same thing with Beyonce. There's always moments where, all right, the dancers are gone. Here's my vocals. Here's the songs. You always... That command of, I'm the show person, mm-hmm. and you've come to see me. So all the other things are great. That's an enhancement. And I think that Neil... I, he really brought that, and I just said it to a friend. I was like, "Dude, he just—it's not—he's not spinning. He's not doing he's not anything. Popping. He's walking back but, and forth and changing trench coats. And he's doing he has his a presence. Arms. He's doing his thing, but it's his presence. He's commanding that stage, and you know these songs. And he is vocally perfection. He's no, sounding he sound, like well, you know it's the great. record. Yeah, and also this is the advantage of doing this for a long time and being a touring band and not being a group that made a hit record and kept going. This is a group that, you know, we've had this discussion ad nauseum when, when you say to somebody, Oh, Petra, I'm going to say, Oh my God, West end girls. They're an oldies act. No, they are not. I just had to tell a friend. He was like, they have had hits on every record record earlier this year. That's great. They they just ended their trio of Stuart price produced albums. Right. Started with electric and then we went to super and now the last one, Hotspot. Like they make amazing records. They are to me, they are the number one dance act and dance. Oh, without it, without not even world. close. Undisputed. But, but the thing is also brilliant about them, and I know we sound like we're foaming at the mouth, but it's true. They have the songs. Absolutely. You could strip those songs of the beats and they work. Their their lyrics are just so precise and witty and smart no 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 across the board and it's i mean there's a reason why groups like the killers and johnny marr and all these people want to work with them because they know that these guys are great songwriters so it's really extraordinary i mean when you think about it because there's two people and you know, Little Nas X, this is not a compare and contrast because they're very different kind of artists, but Little Nas X doesn't have the fucking heft yet. He has hits, but he doesn't have the gravitas yet. He hasn't really, I hate to say paid dues, but there's a difference between becoming big on TikTok and then becoming big as an artist and doing the clubs and playing for right. years and right. recording Which is why I wish for years. Him and, I, and I said to my friend, I said, you know, I wish that his first tour was not at Radio City yet. I said, I don't think he has the show for Radio City. I think you should have at least two albums under your belt, have a, a, a breadth of material before you do a Radio City. Is this his first? Didn't he this play The Garden? First, no, this is first. He's done like The Garden on things like the the Z100s. Okay. The, 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 package tours. Like package the, tours. Christmas yeah. shows. I feel like for an artist like him, it should have been a smaller theater show if you're going to only have 70 minutes and you learn how to really work that stage because when you start doing those big stages and Radio City is a big, it's 5,000 something seats. And it's is it that many? Stage. Is That's it that five, many? It's 5,000 seats. It's a big stage. I think that you have to be able to command that audience. And 
you know, have to have your star moment where it's just you. He doesn't have it. He doesn't, he's not there yet. He doesn't have it. And that's the thing. And New Order too, we're really... Very, again, very different, you know, dynamic. New Order is 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 a band, you know, so you have the dynamic of of that kind of musicianship. But the thing I've seen Pet Shop Boys at Radio City, at the Beacon, at Hammerstein, and then again at Radio City. So you know, smaller by New York standards, smaller venues, and and they to command a stage that's seventeen, eighteen thousand people, and you don't even notice that it's seventeen or eighteen thousand people. And it's pretty extraordinary because as we said, they don't play uh big venues in the United States. They Mm-mm. play Nebworth and all that stuff in England. No, oh, I was just like overseas they it's always arenas. Right. <laughs> oh two, stuff like that. Always no, arenas, I was yeah. I was it, it couldn't and have been better. To Glastonbury to yeah, yeah. thousand people. They've never yeah. done Coachella, have they? I don't. I don't think they have. I don't think they've done Coachella. What'll be interesting? Okay, I don't think they've done festivals in the U.S. I believe all. Not at all. I don't think they have either. I mean, the only festival that would make sense for them to do would be Glastonbury because they're sure shit not going on Lollapalooza or 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 the Governor's Ball or Governor's Ball. All the fifty other ones we have here now. It's like yeah. I mean, the iHeart one. They're not doing that. They would Coachella would be the only one. Um. Yeah, we have to. Anybody out there, Stromai hookup. That's the next one. You know, I would really. He I, puts on a show, I've, and that's I've, another I've, person. Yeah. One person. You know. Oh, yeah, we got to yeah. see him. I'm very excited, but I am so glad not to be all super corny and stuff. I am so glad that I got. I'm so glad we had this time I'm together. together. No, I'm really glad because you were. It's just I. I just felt like. Yay! I'm happy Allison, you got to see him. You know, I was talking to Allison, Allison Pember, who used to work with Pet Shop Boys. Oh. And she, yes, and she used to work with them. She oh. she sent me a bunch of stuff that she had from when she worked with them. She worked with. Oh, them you from, told me that. Yeah, yeah. She worked with them from the for the nightlife era, and okay. again, she worked the release era. Great. And release as Home and Dry. I love Home and Dry. I love, I and that's Johnny Marr. That's Johnny Marr on that record playing yeah. guitar. I love that. I love. I love. Every, I love their not, two sort of guitar-y, less electronic well, records. And, and that's great. where you prove. That's where yeah, you prove writing. you have a, song, a, a songwriting. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you know he's quiet, and just they're so funny too. I just find them to be endlessly amusing. I love that moment where Chris Lowe walked out from behind the keyboards and just sort of stood there. I thought yeah, he was going to yeah. start doing flips. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he introduces them like, right. like nobody there knows who the hell they are. <laughs> oh, you're right. Neil Tennant. Oh, I right. thought the other guy was Neil. Yeah, Tennant. band was whip smart too. They had oh, a great band. band. Really, really type band. And, no, it was perfect. And you cannot fuck with them for visuals, man. They no. Know- the visuals and New Order had New Order had New fantastic. Order had, New Order had fantastic. Starting visuals. the show with that yeah. montage of New yeah. York in the eighties or nineties, because yeah. you remember that New Order, you know this, but yeah. New Order made their bones in the United States, coming to New York City, he said working he was with like, Arthur. We recorded in Jersey, he was like, "We recorded right. this." Right, and their van very famously got stolen and they lost all Mm -hmm. their equipment. Um, Working with Arthur Baker, working with John Robbie, hanging out at the Fun Factory, that's... People forget, you know, people go, New Order, they're a rock band. These songs were, oh my God, Blue Monday, could you go to a club in New York in the 80s and not hear that? No. Did not. No. No. (laughs) No. Because they were freestyle records in their own 
odd and, British and, way. And you know? bizarre love triangle. That uh, is just that played at every, every club. club. I don't care every if it club. was a gay club, straight club, white club, black club. That played at every And every John Hughes club. movie. <laughs> every John Hughes movie. It's like, it's so funny. Like I'm going, oh yeah, I remember dancing at the pyramid to this. And my friend Pam is like, oh my God, I remember like the club she went. No, they're great. Ah, I was so happy. I came home and I had a sore throat from concert voice. I slept most of the day because I'm old. I did wear my earplugs, but kids, you got to wear earplugs. I mean, ow. Ow, ow, ow. It was great. I'm so glad. It was a good way to start or end a week. Um, all right. Do we have anything else? Oh, let's talk about what we're listening to now. What are you listening to right now? Um, I've been listening. <laughs> I've gone back to Scissor's first album. because oh, I'm sorry. I think you mean only album. Right, right. That's true. But she's got a new one coming <laughs> that I've heard okay. is really good. I've, oh, heard good. I've heard it's really good. She's very overdue yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's already yeah. women imitating her as yeah. singers. <laughs> that part. But I heard it's really, 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 really good. So that makes okay, me good. Sense. So I maybe dig back into her. I've been having an everything but the girl moment. Okay. That we're keeping in your that. English duo yeah, yeah, moment. You're English you're going English duo. Okay. And I've been listening to the LaBelle album, uh, Pressure Cooking, all weekend. Okay. That album has been on repeat. That and the, and the Moonshadow album. Okay, Ooh, you, Moonshadow. you go back to those a lot. Yeah, I do go back um, to those a lot. I, and I have to say, Spotify is the devil, but this is one of the good things about Spotify. I started listening to, and I haven't listened to it in decades, Fine Young Cannibals, The Raw and the Cooked. And, and I hadn't listened to that in decades, and I was like, Holy crap! This is. A, I mean, I always knew it was a great record. They but were like, a moment. They were. They were a, a really real moment. Good and those moment. two guys, those it, they produced Roland. the the, the um, Alan the Al Green record. Um, Don't look back, which is a fantastic record. It's one of those records that was released in Europe and then they released in the United States and totally fucked it up because they right. took out you know the good stuff and put a duet with Curtis Steigers. Like whatever. <laughs> Okay, cool. It's like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect, but I'm like, you just right. put out this perfect... I mean, that record was so good. I used to have friends of mine who go, hey, can I borrow that and burn it? I got it when I was in Sweden and somebody gave it was on a journey. It was just great. But I was like, you, you remember the rumor for a while? It's like, oh, any minute now, the Rolling Gift solo record is coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And it's like, no, it's not. It's never coming out. Never. Um. Pet Shop Boys did the soundtrack for a My Beautiful Laundrette musical. Yes, I have that. I know. It's great, <laughs> right? It's really great. Um, anyway, so I was listening to that, and I was like, these are just- And they did the just... Closer to Heaven, brought the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. show. So I that was what that I was too. listening to. Um, yeah, no, it was fun. And uh, again, nonstop, just going back in, and I know it sounds ridiculous, just back into those first- now I'm on the first three Roxy records. Just, oh God. I mean, they're just, I'm so glad that the world has finally realized how great Roxy music is and that it's not just five people sitting in a circle going, don't you love Roxy music? I anyway, will say so, that after the show, I pulled out the Nightlife, Pet Shop Boys Nightlife album again uh, and played it like three times in a row. So good. Well, my, the record I always, I mean, I, I love Yes. Um, All Over the World is one of my favorite songs I of theirs. I love 
I love Yes. I always love that there's uh, their albums are one title and all the song titles are in lowercase. You would like that, but the re- you know they're to me they're 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 now triumph. that you just mentioned Yes, I'm like clear like Love etc. just popped in my head. And I'm like yep. well, clearly now when we get off this show, I'm going You're to gonna put on to that it. album while I'm in here but doing for, work. For yeah, the rest of the day. but my for me. You know, for me, their triumph. I mean, every record has got its own, but for me, their triumph is behavior. I mean, that is just behavior a stupendous is record. You know what my favorite from start to finish is bilingual. Oh, I just yeah, it's I great. Love yeah. that album. That's a love, great love, record. Love, 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 love. Yeah, no, they yeah, not a bad album. Not a bad album in the in the bunch. So yay, Pet Shop Boys. We are Pet Shop Boys. Yay. Biggest selling duo in England. And if you want to just remind yourself how wonderful they are, watch the footage from the Olympics in London. There is no American group that would ride around in a in a in a pedicart with with funny bird with hats on, on their head. with cones on their head singing West End Girls. There's not an American group <laughs> that would do that. God save the queen who's dead. So whatever. All right. Take it out, baby. Take it out. How long before King Charles uh, collapses everything? How long? I give it by next summer. <laughs> oh, well, England's England collapsing yeah, right now. Because I already think the people don't care. I was like, the queen, I think people really cared about the queen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, him, you don't no. come off too nice. I don't really think you're going to have the same effect. <laughs> no, they're just going to, he's going to abdicate and give it to um, the other one. He's but yeah, abdicate. England's in a mess. No this way. is, a, this he is the time to. He waited yeah. too long. He likes going, you can see it, like he likes shaking the head. He waited too long. There's no way. He's like, I'm going to drag this out. <laughs> to All late. I know is Camilla is uh. the, no. I, what do you, uh, that woman has never done, what is, uh, she didn't, she, she anyway, well, God, but I'm saying she is the standard bearer for side chicks. Hold, hold that long. Right. <laughs> and, and, but the crazy thing is, right? It's fucked up that we do view her as a side chick. She kind of was there first, so it's a it's a such a no, she weird. Totally was. No, she totally like, was. We can't like her because you know I, I mean, love. So- for some reason, I loved Princess Diana. I do I not know no, why I, I love Princess Diana. I didn't, but I was really into the whole Princess Diana moment. I loved her fuckery. I loved her doing the interviews. I loved her sitting there giving doe eyes after she said, "Well, there were three of us in this." Marriage. Yeah, there was, was, and she. It was very crowded. Well, (laughs) I, I, you know, I have no problem with Camilla. You know, I I think people were treated her very poorly. But anyway, take us out. Take me home. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm gonna let you finish. It is us on the Pantheon Podcast Network, the number one. Who you've turned into right now? You're scary. The number one music network in. All of the world with over 75 music shows, entertainment shows you need to turn on. You'll find us there on the main page. You okay, also, Shania. You can also listen. I, she has a new song. It's oh, terrible, but I love her. You yeah, know, I know. Sing. I, you don't like Shania. Who doesn't like Shania Twain? I don't. How can you not like Shania Twain? Because she doesn't mean anything to me. I like the production. But she's Shania. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's the difference between gay men and straight women. Right. You're like, but I don't she's give a fuck about blank. Right. But she's one name right. does not resonate with me in the same way. 
Like I, when you put your captions up for the things you post, when you like Shania, I, my mind is like Twain afterwards. <laughs> I'm like Shania. Okay. I will say I do love a one name. Too. <laughs> you come with one name, I'm like she has a last name. I know she does, and her first name's not even Shania's. Eileen, but I that's know. a whole I, other they, story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. You know the deal. Hit us up on Facebook and I'm going to let you finish on one word. On Instagram, I'm going to let you finish in Y. On TikTok, I'm going to let you finish podcast. On Twitter, finish Ima. We still fucking hate that name. Are they going to make a fucking... Uh, I don't hate uh, it Musk anymore. Really? I've given up. Yeah, I've given up too. I've are given they, up. Yeah. Are, do you think they're going to really make Elon Musk buy Twitter? What do you, What's your take on that? Do you think they're going to huh? force him to buy Twitter? I Elon. Care. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. Like, if can't you back out of a deal anymore? I didn't realize no. you couldn't back out of a deal. But they're like, no, you told us you have 44 People's billion. People's jobs are at stake. <laughs> they were like, you told us you have $44 billion in cash. Hold rich we- white men accountable for their <laughs> actions, dot com. Right. Right. <laughs> it is kind of very that, which is fierce. Yeah. They're like, we want our money. You told us you have dot com. I mean, yeah. <laughs> You and your girlfriend who's turning her ears into elf ears. Go away. Both. What the fuck? Yeah, I can't. I can't I, with her. No. I, I, my I pain told killer, you before. The painkillers are wearing I, off. I, okay. I told you before I didn't really get her. You're like, no, she's great. I'm like, I, I saw her live once and her. she wasn't horrible. This is before she turned into doctors, um, uh, Mr. Spock's daughter with her. E- All right. All right. I got to I'm freaking out now. So, you know what it is. <laughs> Leave a ring. <written. laughs> Tell a friend, pass it on. Tell your cousin, tell your cousin's cousin. Tell Megan Markle to call us. We'd want to give her some advice. Call everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.